Hi, and welcome to episode nine of Deep Thoughts by Corky. It is October 31st, Halloween day, and in honor of that, we are going to talk today about Pet Cemetery. When I was in middle school and high school, I got addicted to Stephen King, and I loved being super scared. I loved reading. I loved Pet Cemetery, the book, and I grew up on a city block with close neighbors in a small yard. And when I graduated high school, my parents moved to their dream place, which was a country place with a lot of land and a hobby farm. All throughout my life, I only remember having two pets the entire time. My dog, Indy, a Springer Spaniel, and my cat, Hot Dish. That was a present one year for Christmas. And so those animals, I don't remember any pets ever dying. I had those for like my whole, for sure, middle school and high school, and maybe even elementary school for the dog. And when I mo- when they moved to the country, the first two to die and start the pet cemetery were those two animals. I wasn't super sad. I was gone. I was completely in the college mode by then. But over time, that pet cemetery on their little hobby farm has grown to be a real bad situation for whoever lives there next because it's taking over. There are so many animals buried there between all of their hobby farm deaths and they've had tons of pets since then that have had whatever, I guess, short lives. So I'll tell you a couple stories about some of the weird weirder or funnier or grosser moments. So the first one is when they first got chickens. I don't know if it's very easy to tell, right, when chicks are born, which that's how they got them, was that's chicks, I think. Actually, I don't know how old they were when they got them, but I do know that they didn't realize that they had um, bought seven, seven chickens at once to start out their little hobby farm. Six of those chickens were roosters and only one was a hen. And they wanted the chickens for many reasons, one of which was eggs. So if you got six boys trying to fight over one girl, A, you're not gonna get very many very many eggs, but what they named all of these chickens and, and roosters was what was funny. All They named the hen, Christy, after me, and they named all of the roosters my former boyfriends or crushes. So we had a Pete rooster, an Ernie rooster, a Mike rooster, uh, Keith, my husband at that point, I don't think we were married, but we were, he was my boyfriend at least, so he at least got a rooster, and I don't remember, but there were six of my former boyfriends or crushes that were the roosters with the one Christy, so I was slightly honored by that, but... Most of them died off, either from a fox or some of them killed each other. When there's that many roosters, they are enemies, and so some of them killed each other. But the one worst one was Ernie, of course. For those of you that know my past with Ernie the person, this makes sense. But this Ernie rooster was so mean. He would sprint at you when you came out of the house and try to claw you with his little spurs he was so scary and 
so we would carry around right by the door at my parents' house. There was a yellow wiffle bat. You would not leave the house without that yellow wiffle bat. That was your defense. So as Ernie came sprinting up to you to claw you in the face, you would have to swat him. And we would swing that bat so hard that rooster would go flying. Feathers would be going everywhere, but it never deterred him. And it was so scary because sometimes, so there's, <coughs> excuse me, there's a ritual that every morning and every night you got to take care of the animals. Well, that is making the rounds of all the hobby animals, hobby farm animals. And the chickens, you have to give them food and water and then close the barn door where they stay. There's this like little area of it. So that was the scariest part. You had to go into his actual domain which normally he would leave to attack you. But when you're in his domain, it was constant barrage of jumping up on you, trying to spur you. He's so naughty. And so when my parents would go out of town, I'd have to take care of these chickens. And it would be like a nightmare. It was like I was living the Stephen King book. So all seven of those roosters and Christy all are part of the pet cemetery now with little wooden crosses alongside of Indy and Hot Dish, the two first pets that we actually liked. They've had tons of chickens since. They're all named, and they don't live very long, unfortunately. One or another thing gets them. So the next thing that was kind of funny that was joining in the pet cemetery, not really funny, more disgusting, My mom thought it would be fun to have pigs, and so she got three pigs, a black one and two pink ones, and one of the pink ones was named Missy May. It was huge. I don't know how many pounds it was, but it was not a cute little pig like you think in Charlotte's Web. It was um, like probably 200 pounds maybe, fat pink but it had like birthmarks all over it it was kind of hairy which is disgusting it wasn't smooth like I was picturing it so Missy May was a disaster and we won't go into the details of how she died because it was disgusting something to do with her insides coming out a hole that they shouldn't have naturally so anyway when she passed it was in the dead of winter so it was like negative 20 degrees that was probably what topped her off And so she couldn't be buried because the ground was frozen. And so she sat, they dragged her out. Oh, that's the other thing. My dad somehow is always gone out of town when these animals die. So my mom is the one that finds all these carcasses. They're all her pets. Like she loves them like pets. They all have names and she takes care of them all the time. And she's the one that wants to have the happy farm. So she's sad when all these pets die. There's framed pictures of these pets' faces on the wall. So she finds dead Missy May. She's bawling. And she drag. I don't think she even could drag him. I think she had to wait for my dad because he was so heavy. She was so heavy. And then she sits for five, six months waiting for the ground to thaw so she could join in the pet cemetery. Well, the day that she finally... And she was dragged off to some place not in the normal daily visibility. But... The day that they decided to finally bury her, it ended up being a scorcher, and an unseasonably scorcher. So it was, I don't know, maybe it was like April or May, but it was like 90 degrees and sun was directly shining on her. Well, apparently what, what happens when that, when like dead animals get too hot is they bloat up. So this huge 200 pound pig 
was twice the size with decaying air in her belly. And oh, makes me want to vomit thinking about it. I would like to say that somehow she exploded, but I don't know if I'm making that up or if that actually happened. But either way, it was disgusting, and now she's part of the pet cemetery, probably haunting the farm area because of her untimely death. Next and final story about the pets is the turkey. So the turkey was similar to Ernie in the fact that it attacked you. It would run after your car. I'm surprised it didn't die by being hit by a car because I would come out of my parents' house and I, at the time I had a, a black SUV and the turkey would be standing on the SUV, on the roof. He also would see his, rev, his reflection in the side of the cars and he would like puff up like he was trying to turn on another turkey, but it was really himself. And the grossest part of this turkey, what, and he loved himself so much actually that my mom hung a full length mirror down in the little chicken area so he could look in the mirror nonstop and puff up. But the grossest thing, and this is somewhat PG-13, but I had a little, I still have a niece, but at the time she was little, she was probably like between six and eight or maybe all those three years. And so she loved taking care of the animals. That's little kid's highlight is going and taking care of all the animals. It's like going to a little petting zoo. But every time Skylar and I would go down by that turkey, he would start doing the thing that 13-year-old boys do in their bedroom at night. And how that happens with a turkey, I guess I never thought of before. But there's two wings that come down in front that are just like two hands. <laughs> It's really disgusting. And once we were informed of that's what he was doing, we started to keep track. Is it just when he's around Skylar, my niece, this poor little seven-year-old girl? And yes, it was. It's not only if, if just I went down there, fine. Just my mom went down there, fine. Skylar goes down there and there we go. Hormonal teenage boy with the turkey. So we weren't that sad when he died because that's just disgusting Join the pet cemetery. I can't remember what that one's name was. I think we blocked it out because that is inappropriate. And they still have a ton of animals. So eventually all of those are going to join the pet cemetery. There's got to be like 30 graves by now. There's going to be at least 30 more in my lifetime, I'm sure. So that's the story of the pet cemetery. If I ever go missing, you can probably assume it's the ghost of one of these nasty animals that has come down and strangled my mom and dad and I when I'm visiting. All right. I hope you were spooked out or at least grossed out. I'm sure you were by that story. I will talk to you tomorrow on November 1st for a new episode, which I don't know the topic for yet. Thanks. Bye.